This podcast contains recordings and information about true events featuring subject matter some audiences might find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Hey there, I'm Josh Einiger, and I'm a reporter at Channel 7 Eyewitness News in New York. You're listening to the Eyewitness to Gilgo Beach podcast, Chapter 7, 911 Calls Released. New video tonight that shows a Gilgo Beach homicide victim just before she disappeared. Within two months of the Gilgo Beach Task Force being established, we get an alert that Suffolk County Police are going to release video of Megan Waterman leaving a hotel in Hot Pog. It was the last time she was seen. Police believe after she left the hotel, she went to meet with her killer. Whoever killed her picked her up that night. So we see her exit the hotel, and that's the last time she's seen. And as reporters were thinking, Again, why do this now? They've had this video for so many years. Why now? They basically said they just want to keep the case going. Again, we get this another just like a little a little bone. And then they release these 911 calls. Even just hearing the news that they were going to release these 911 calls was so monumental. You have to remember, things had gone very quiet for like a decade. Suffolk County Police will release 911 calls linked to the unsolved murder of Shannon Gilbert. Gilbert was at the house of a man named Joseph Brewer in Ocean Beach. At some point during the meeting with Brewer, Shannon reportedly began acting irrational. This prompted Brewer to contact Michael Pack, who was outside in his driveway. Pack was Gilbert's bodyguard. These calls, Shannon Gilbert's attorney, John Ray, had been fighting for for years. If they don't release the tapes, when they claim they're engaging in a new initiative to share information regarding Long Island serial killer, they have to give up the tapes. What else is there? He had them. He wasn't allowed to give them to us. For years, nine years, the Suffolk County Police Department has covered up the facts in this investigation. They need to be challenged about why they hid this for, for and fought me in court all these years to keep this secret. The 911 tape was sort of as advertised. No, stop it, please. Stop it, please, please, stop it. Please, stop it, no. It was Shannon Gilbert sounding terrified, running for her life. They're coming after me. They're out to get me. State police? Yeah, there's somebody after me. I'm sorry? Somebody me. My first reaction was, she certainly sounds upset. No, stop, no. There's something wrong. Stop it, please. Please stop. But when you hear the male voices on the call. Stop it, please. Please, please. Please, please. Please, please. Please, please. Please, please. Please, they seem genuine that there is nothing wrong. Come on, are you, are you come on. In the middle of nowhere? Let's go back to home. Let's go back to Manhattan, all right? We're in Long Island. We're out near the water. Please, stop. Please, Mike. No, stop it, please. You hear her security guard, as well as the man who had retained her to, as a client for that night, and they're telling her to calm down. No, time to go. Please. 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 And she is frantic that someone is going to kill her. You hear this interaction of them trying to get her to calm down, and eventually she leaves. 
you can hear her feet on the gravel because she's running through the gravel of this development. And you hear her go up to somebody else's door and she knocks on the door. Shannon. Shannon. And the gentleman says, you know, what's wrong? Are you okay? Be careful. Are you all right? I don't know. Don't get so hurt. Where are you going? Wait a minute. Where are you going? And she just keeps running. I mean, you hear her run, and that's it. I could have saved that girl if I didn't know something was gonna happen. And then eventually the call ends, and now we know she ran into this marsh in the dark. She didn't know where she was. She may or may not have been on some substance. She may or may not have been having some sort of emotional episode. We'll never know. But she ran into this marsh, which was described really as like quicksand to us. It's muddy at the bottom. You can get stuck and mired in it. In areas, I think it was six feet deep with water. And really, they think she just drowned. The prevailing opinion in Shannon's death, while tragic, was not a murder and was most likely non-criminal. I do believe that Shannon Gilbert's death was accidental. I think that she drown. The police decided that the man who had hired her was not a suspect. They decided that the, the old man she knocked on the door who called them when he was not a suspect. They said they ruled out that other guy in the community who everyone thought was the, the serial killer. He wasn't. But the police, you know, rightly or wrongly had lost a lot of credibility with the families and with a lot of the public. And so it was really hard to, to know what you could or couldn't believe. It doesn't matter if People think that she's a victim of the Long Island serial killer or not. Something happened to her that night. She ran for her life. I think initially the families felt that they were being judged because of the work that their loved ones were involved in. These women were sisters, and in the case of Megan Waterman, she had a three-year-old daughter. That daughter is now growing up without her mother. And I think that these families have a really important story to tell and could really emphasize the importance of law enforcement and us as a society taking these cases seriously when people disappear. And when the families tell law enforcement, I'm telling you there's something wrong. I'm telling you this is not her behavior, that that is listened to more attentively. This is breaking news from Channel 7 Eyewitness News. And we are following breaking news. A major break in a cold case that left residents shaken for more than 12 years. A suspect now under arrest in connection to the unsolved murders on Long Island known as the Gilgo Beach murders. Two months later, July 13th, 2023, police finally make an arrest. Oh my God, I think I know who it is. For years, didn't know who it was and he was living right next to me. A predator that ruined families. If not for the members of this task force, he would still be on the streets today. This case is not over, it's only beginning. This is a major step forward. Finally, a touch of justice has come to Suffolk County.
Thanks for listening to Eyewitness to Gilgo Beach, Episode 7. Make sure you hit subscribe. In our next episode, the moment so many feared would never come actually happened. An arrest in the Gilgo Beach case. Eyewitness News has many more podcasts. To find out more, visit abc7ny.com slash podcasts.